street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Hi. You doing all right today? Yeah, great. That's good. Are you solo or are you with somebody? No. Oh, you're with him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're just looking for a... Do we need to be quiet or something? Why? Like oh, I'm not with the trail. I'm, I have a hobby where I interview people, and if they agree to stop and chat for five minutes, I like to record it. So sometimes when I'm talking to somebody, you get these loud parties that come by, and I'm okay. like, how can I ask them to be like quiet politely? Yeah. And then I, I decided to put these little placards up. Recording in progress. I should write shh underneath it because sometimes this doesn't do the trick. Yeah. Would you either of you be interested in doing an interview? What's it about? I encourage the person that I'm talking to to pick the subject, something that they think is true. Skip to the nine minute, 21 second mark if you want to get right to the discussion. I'm doing something called street epistemology, the street version of it, and I'm initiating talks, but I'm interested in what you think is true why you think it's true, and how you concluded that it's really true. I don't even know how to answer that, but sure, I don't care. I'm fine with <laughs> you it. You did, David. Well, be here with me. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out. Do you want to be my helper and ask the questions? You do? You sure. do? Okay. Am I going to well, What stupid? is this for? Is this going to be know. like on... Like I, I do have a YouTube channel, and I could... Um, another option is I could blur your face, or oh, I... Yeah, especially if I look stupid afterwards. Oh, and you I'll tell you what. You're wearing... I can blur that out, possibly. Okay. I sh you know what? I, I, I normally carry a little tape to cover up stuff like that, but I could blur that out if you want. But I tell you, let me give you one more detail before you decide. I get the sense that you're you're kind of on the fence here. <laughs> I've got a 13-year-old who, who watches a lot of YouTube. So I have a 13-year-old. Uh, actually, how old is he now? He's 14? Yeah, he watches a hell of a lot of YouTube. But anyways... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I like to put the more interesting talks on my YouTube channel. Ideally, it's something that you you think it's true so much to the point where it changes how you behave. Like, I'm trying to think of what I think is true so much that it changes the way I behave. Can I throw out some examples that people pick? Sure. I met a guy last week who his mom asked him to bury a statue in their backyard because they thought it would sell the house faster. Um, a woman I met was wearing a, a pendant and she felt that it uh, it protects her from bad things from happening. Karma comes up a lot. We, uh, yesterday I was talking to a woman who thought that uh, when, when this life is over, there's an afterlife, like you go to heaven or something. Regardless of the topic, I try to be neutral on it. I can disclose my stance on it if you wanna know where I stand on it, but it's not really relevant what I think. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in the steps you use to get there. And I ask questions and if, you, if you're willing to be my helper, I could actually teach you how to do, it's called street epistemology. I could teach you how to use this line of questioning to explore a deeply held belief that a person has. Okay. It sounds like she's done. Are, do you wanna, you feel, okay. you wanna do it? Would you mind if I we- I don't even know what we're gonna talk about though. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I, can't, I wanna pivot this way and I wanna throw a second camera to point down on us. Okay. Okay. Um, let me get your first name. First Here name. Marianne. Mary Ann, is it is it two words? Yes. Okay. Is there an E in it? No. 
What is your name? My Melissa. helper. Melissa. Melissa is going to be my helper. Okay. So I'll tell you what, as I'm getting the camera situated and you're thinking about your view. Hi, Cherry. Hi. Good to see you. Oh, sorry. You're not Cindy. Cherry. Cindy. Yes. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Gosh, I'm confusing people now. Okay, so I'm going to put this up and I'm going to throw this camera on myself. I interviewed her about six months ago. Um, but it's always nice to have a helper. Oh, yeah? So as you're thinking about your topic, I'm going to explain to Melissa uh, kind of what we're doing here. So when Marianne picks a topic, we're going to we're going to listen to her. Okay. All right. And we're going to think about what she's saying and then ask a question to dig deeper. Okay. 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 And give her plenty of time to think about it when we ask a question to her. Oh. Okay. Like, I'm trying to think of what I think. Oh, you have lots of thoughts, girl. Yeah. You picked the right one. When I was throwing out examples, was there anything that kind of rang out to you? Well, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like it's it's like are are we going to be discussing faith or you know what I mean? Like faith is is this about deeply held beliefs? Usually, you have them about faith or hmm. right. It's funny you say that because many times when we explore supernatural beliefs in particular, people think a ghost is, exists or that a God is real or my prayers are coming true. They will often mention faith. That mm -hmm. does tend to come up. I'm surprised that you mentioned it so soon. Well, I mean, that's what you think about, like, you know, when you're talking about deeply held beliefs. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of uh, a deeply held belief. Um, I think it would be situated around faith. Probably when you faith. say faith, what do you mean by that word? Well, like if you have a faith in God, if you if you have a, like you the things that you talked about, the statue, or the statue you're talking mm -hmm. about, I think Saint Joseph, which is because I'm Catholic, so mm -hmm. so you're talking about Saint Joseph and realtors typically, that is something that some realtors do, yeah. And so Saint Joseph is is part of a Catholic faith. Mm -hmm. um, somebody wearing a medallion, that's probably part of a Catholic faith. So when you're saying faith, if I understand what you're saying, and, and I'm, I'm going to repeat back what I think she's <laughs> saying, because I don't want to misrepresent you at all. Um, when you are using the word faith, it sounds like you're, you're using it to represent a body of belief, like a, a right. group of people that think that something is true, maybe. Like, I'm of the Muslim faith. I'm of the Christian faith. Is that how you're using the word, or is there, does it have another meaning? Faith. Well, I mean, there are lots of definitions about faith. Which but, one is yours? But typically, when you talk about faith, when I talk about faith, I guess, mm -hmm. you're talking about a system of belief that people have, that, that, that a group of people have. But it doesn't, there's also a definition that one person can have a belief, I have a a, a definition of faith. I have faith that when I flip the switch on, the light's going to turn on. You know, right? That's a. I have faith that okay. when when I turn the tap on, that the water's going to come out. And I guess that's a faith in the mm -hmm. system of government that we have that the mm -hmm. municipal services are going to be working. Are you talking about an expectation? Mm, yeah, that's probably an expectation. Okay. Let's go with that definition for now. And if we need to revise it at any point, we can. Okay. You mentioned faith or expectations about things yeah. happening. Yeah. 
Like, I have an expectation when I turn the tap, the water's gonna come out. Yes. How does faith, as you're defining it here as an expectation, relate to other beliefs that you hold? I'm sorry, I'm not making you a part of this yet, like, but soon. It's okay, so, I'm not helping either right yeah. now. Actually, just listening is, is good. Faith. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it starts when you're young. It's kind of an indoctrination from our families and you, you uh, grow up a certain way. And so it's something that is a, it's almost like a tradition right it's a tradition you every sunday you go to church and then after you go to church then you go have lunch at your grandmother's house with everybody okay and that's some reality for some people in the world uh-huh uh-huh and so i don't know <laughs> okay see i'm not very good <laughs> no that, actually this is interesting because it seems like we're talking about traditions this, traditions and um being taught that something is true and that you have an expectation as a result of that. What I'm really interested in by asking these questions, oh, mm -hmm. Kitty, I'm glad they're putting bug spray on because the mosquitoes bug are vicious. Spray. I'll give you some before you go. Okay. Um, it's interesting because we're talking about reasons why people think that things are true. I think that's what we're talking about here. Like you mentioned faith. And we haven't really even gotten to a claim Right? Like we kind of skipped over that part. Yeah. And that's that's still interesting. That's still an interesting discussion. Let's see, what well, else can you talk we're about? We're just curious because we're like, oh, recording in progress. I'm like, hey, what, what's, <laughs> what's going on what's here? What's this dude doing? Yeah. Maybe we'll wrap it up. Okay. And then like as you're on the trail, you can think, think if you, Yeah, like if you say, you know what? I want to talk to that dude. I really think that the Christian God is real. Or I think prayers are, are really, really true and happening. Or yeah, I'm of the position that if I was to bury that statue in my backyard, it's going to help sell my house. Yeah. Well, I mean, I am Catholic, so I do think that. I mean, I do. Mm -hmm. I, it's not that. It's that I, 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 I do have a faith in God. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I already know I think that. Is it a traditional faith? Is it an expectation? something else it's not that for me i mean i'm i'm almost 50 years i am 50 years old and mm -hmm. i grew up in a family that had faith and went to church and the things that i said mm -hmm. and so i yeah those things are um were tradition and mm -hmm. they were things that um just happened to me before mm -hmm. i even had the idea that this is something to question. Yeah. Or why don't you talk about um, what in throughout your life when you've had devastation or you've had... I think we sort of uncovered what she believes. Okay. Like she believes that the Christian Catholic okay. God is real. We don't really know how confident you are that that belief is true. That might be an interesting place to go. Well, here's what I believe. Mm. I I believe there is some power. I don't know that Christian Catholic God is the end all be. It's pretty specific. Right. I so that's the way that I practice a faith that my faith, mm. that's the way I do that. Mm -hmm. But I constantly question it. Mm -hmm. I constantly often am like, 
are you kidding me? How can you believe that? Whatever. Especially when you look at what's going on in the Catholic Church today. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. What if we broadened it to just your confidence that a God is real? Okay. A zero to 100, where would you put yourself? 100%, there's no question in your mind, there's no doubt. Mm. I'm absolutely sure that it's true. Zero percent, all I have is questions, it's doubt. All I have is questions, there's doubt. Could you quantify it? <laughs> I have no idea, I, I guess 50%, mm-hmm. 50% secure, because yeah, I always have questions, I always have questions. And there's doubt. Yeah. Why is 50% the right spot for you? Well, because, I mean, I, I, I think kind of a midway point may be a sincere and genuine place to be. What does 50% mean to you exactly? It means that you got questions. It means that you're not 100% sure that you that there's questions that you, I couldn't say definitively for you, hey, this is the way to believe in everything. All I could say is this is how I stand on it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why it's 50%, maybe it's lower, maybe some days it's higher. <laughs> you know what I'm wondering? Oh, do, I, think you have a I think there's, I fall into the 99. <laughs> oh, you're really high up there. 8% that okay. there is a God. Well, maybe when we're done here, we can switch over and examine you. This yeah, thing. Yeah, so butt out. Can, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just Hopefully, they come across that way. But um, I'm going to ask one more question, or uh, maybe one or two. But That's fine. what I'm wondering is if it's, it sounds like you have questions, right? And and you even I think you even said doubt. Like I doubt that this is true sometimes. I'm wondering how much of a role faith has in where you're at right now. Is faith part of this mix? This, um, the expectation that it's real, that it's true, the traditions, um, possible indoctrination, I'm using your words here. Would you possibly be lower on that scale if you were to take a long, hard look at faith and realize that perhaps it's not as reliable to get people to conclusions as you might think? Meaning, would I be lower than 50%? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you looked at faith and you were like, uh, here's what I know about faith and here's why it's not as valid a belief system. Mm, mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I, I could probably be swayed one way or the other. But I, I, I mean, I don't know, because I feel like I've looked at it before myself because I do have doubts. Mm-hmm. So you read and you look and you're like, but I, I, I don't know. I don't think there's anything that could make me not believe. I see. Let me repeat it back. Okay. And I'm sorry to kind of go on here without you. No, I'm okay. Um, She's, here, do her. you want to get out of the shade? I mean, get out oh, of the shade. Oh, I was just going to. See, I'm pretty bad at this. You're doing wonderfully. <laughs> Seriously, it's great. What I'm trying to understand, however, is the role that faith has in your current level of confidence that it's... Then faith is 100% responsible for it because faith is believing in something that you cannot prove, right? Okay. It's it's 100% faith, meaning I'm, I'm out on a limb here and the limb could break at any time. There's no 
there's no guarantee whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Could be absolutely 100% wrong, right? But but you still live those tenets or those things that you believe on faith. No guarantee, no absolute proof, mm -hmm. and you still continue to believe it because that's your belief system because the things that in my life that have happened over my lifetime make me feel more confident than not that that's the way to live my life. Doesn't mean for everybody. Yeah. And and I could be wrong, but okay. For me. Are you saying that you're 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 allowing yourself to question and to doubt and you're retaining a relatively solid position of strength that it's true because of faith. Are you doing that because you're not sure what life would be like if you discovered that faith was not reliable? Don't let me put words in your mouth, but I'm wondering if that's the case. So I, I don't, I think what you're saying is, let me say it again, that I, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable living my life if I thought faith was unreliable? In a way, I think I'm wondering that. I'm wondering if, if, if a person were to discover that faith is a, is a woefully unreliable way. To live. No, to conclude that things are true. Mm. I could probably use faith and believe that something is true. I could believe something that I can't prove and I was indoctrinated in it and I have an expectation that it's true, but it not really be true and get benefit from it and have a wonderful life. Mm -hmm. What I'm wondering is if... Um, Should a person do it? Is that what let's, you let's talk about you. Like, <laughs> what would your life be like if you discovered that that um, this this belief that you have that a God is real, and a big part of that confidence that you're at is based on faith? If you were to discover that faith was unreliable, what impact would this have on your life? How would your life change in any way if you were to discover that? Oh my gosh! Like this thing that I think is true is built on a foundation that really maybe not the most consistent and reliable method for getting believable it. credible all of that I, yeah, yeah right yeah how would you marianne be different if you were to discard this belief um i don't know i think if i were to discard the belief um i'm not sure because i think that I guess for me, I'm not going to speak for anybody else, yeah. but I question all the time. All of those things you question, like, how believable is this? How credible, you know? Um, yeah, you sound like a skeptical person that <laughs> contemplates on things, and I think it's great. What I'm wondering is, what would be the impact on you on my life. if you said, you know what, I've asked enough questions, I've explored faith. It's it's not enough to bring me to a high level of confidence that this is a true claim. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna move down to the 5% on this scale. Like, how would you as a person be any different? Um, probably my time, what I, what I do. Um, like, you know, you don't have to go to church, you don't have to mm. do stuff like that. So, um, 
other than that, you know, I think that whether or not the ultimate premise of Jesus Christ is, is real or not, there are things that you do in your life that are good in the world and good for society and good for the most part, meaning mm. be nice to each other, mm -hmm. do for each other, serve. Would you still be capable of doing those good things without the God belief? Absolutely. Absolutely. And people do. Is there any good reason for you to be at a 50% level of confidence that this is true? Just, I guess, the way that I was raised and, and my life experiences. Okay. Right? Doesn't mean, doesn't, yeah, it's just for me. Right? I don't know. Could you take some time to think about it? Sure. All right. I love that. Thank you very much. And you were a wonderful helper, even though I didn't employ you that much. Thank you for being quiet. It's often very difficult for people to, to just be quiet and yeah. let those things, those things happen. And here's a card with my email on it, and I'll give one to you too. Thank you. And if you'd like to look into street epistemology, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And there's one for you. And uh, I have a magnet for you. I think that's awesome. People need to more often have questions and conversations about it, about all this kind of, you know, deeply held beliefs would help in our current political culture, I think. I agree. Sure. Yeah, the time would be big, but then you would put all that time that you don't believe, you would put it, you would put it back on questioning people's beliefs. I don't know. Would that be a bad thing? I, I think that, I don't ever think that's a bad thing if you have questions and you want answers. Uh, I just think that some, maybe some people may think it's a bad thing. Some people they might think asking questions is a bad thing. You like the idea of asking you questions. Yeah, questioning their beliefs. Uh -huh. Like for me, I wouldn't mind. I'm just saying that I, I'm at 99% sure because of experiences that have happened in my life that make me know that I know there's, there's that. Yeah. When that happens there. But and if I was the person that found out that that was not true, mm -hmm. I'd be devastated. What if you found out that there was no Jesus Christ? Or yeah, that I'd be devastated. Well, why? Why would you be? Because devastated? I'm not at the fifty percent. I'm at the ninety-nine, and I know that that would devastate me because it would be sad. Because then it's like if if then it would, I would be so afraid that people would change, and they and won't be nice, worse, and they would be worse, and it, they won't there won't be any accountability or responsibility uh, because because what, what's of the, the point? Right. right. Because well, what's the point? Well, it's that and they, it's just humanity. People are not nice. Right. But, but at the same time, at times. religion has been used to create some of these really bad things. They have, but you, in the course of but life. for me, I don't, people, it's human. It's human. It's oh, yeah. not. It's, it's all. We all, it's more than that. So. Well, uh, just to wrap this up, if <laughs> I would really encourage you both to look into street epistemology and perhaps learn it so that you can engage with each other when you're on these hikes using these types of questions. Yeah. And you might really find uh, find some value in it. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. What's your name? My name is Anthony. Anthony right. Marion. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Right, Very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. That was really fun. Thank you. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, so there concludes my conversation with Marianne and her friend Melissa, who 
they're stopped over there. I don't know why they're stopped. Uh, oh, is she coming back? I don't know. They're negotiating. They're doing something over there. But anyways, um, oh, she's coming back. Hey. No, we just, I gotta get the phone. You forgot your phone? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marianne's heading back to her car there. So, uh, looks like her friend is over there. This, this was a really interesting dynamic, I gotta say, because we have uh, one person, Marianne, who admitted that she questions, that she doubts, that this is largely based on faith. She initially defined faith as like, I'm of the Christian faith, but then it shifted. It shifted three times. Like she defined it as like a body of belief, like uh, Christianity, for example. And then she talked about it being an expectation or a tradition. Wasn't that interesting? Then she says, it's um, being sure of something that you cannot prove, I think is how she defined it. Like there was a, <laughs> there was an evolution of her definition of faith as we kept exploring deeper and deeper. The more her definition of that word came into focus, the more obvious it became, at least to me, that it's a pretty unreliable way to conclude that something is true. I hate to be redundant by repeating those words, but but that's really what it seems to be coming down to. I didn't even have to get into the outsider test for faith. <laughs> Once I got a sense of of uh, this idea that she's probably questioning way more than she let on with the 50% number, I shifted into change talk. What would your life be like if you no longer had this belief? And that's where things really got interesting because then her friend, it'd be kind of interesting to look from my Godcam view where her friend was moving throughout the course of the conversation and, and what her body language was looking like. If I do throw this one up on YouTube, I'll probably include both angles just for that purpose so we can see what her friend was doing during that talk. Uh, but it was really interesting and I love, I love the dichotomy between the two friends. One is very staunch, Melissa was very staunch on her view that this God is real and Marianne is obviously questioning. My concern was when they started to walk away and we were wrapping that up is that Melissa might deter Marianne from examining and examining this belief further. Hey there, got it? Did you want that bug spray before you go? No, I'm pretty covered. I, I think we're good. All right. Thank you, though. Yeah, sure. Hope you have a nice one. Thank you. What crossed my mind at the end of the conversation there when we were wrapping things up was would Melissa, at her 99% confidence that her God was real, deter Marianne from exploring the belief any further? But what I liked to see was Marianne pushing back. In fact, at one point, Marianne laughed at what Melissa said. And I was like, oh man, don't laugh at her. But it caught my attention that Marianne is a pretty independently minded person. And if, if anyone's gonna benefit from this conversation, I think it's gonna be both of them. I think uh, Marianne is not gonna get, to get too deterred from conversing with Melissa. And Melissa, if she listens to Marianne, and if they both learn SE, they're gonna make huge strides. So uh, as I look back on that conversation, one thing that I think I could have done better was to have had Melissa help me out more like I had asked her to at the start. But <laughs> honestly, it was, tr it was challenging. It was challenging juggling all that. And Melissa seemed to kind of check out. I noticed her body had turned from our conversation early on. So I thought, well, I'm just gonna proceed without it. 
And uh, by that point, I was too engrossed in the conversation with Marianne to really give Melissa too much thought and encourage her to participate. So her shifting from helper to observer, that was fine with me. I thought it was a great talk. And I, gosh, I hope Marianne keeps questioning and I hope she looks into SE. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.